You know, when my son was born, I knew he was going to be an only child. Why? Because I was 37 years old. At 17, I was told, you can't have children. 20 years later, it's not menopause, it's a bouncing baby boy. So I did not want to be the miracle of all miracles and wake up 20 years after giving birth at 57 to find out, guess what? So my husband and I agreed because I had had, you know, so many surgeries and stuff up to the point of having my C-section and because it would take me out of work a lot longer than he'd do the vasectomy. So my husband, you know, had a vasectomy because we were sure he was an only child. I'm an only child. Wyland was going to be an only child because it would have driven me nuts to have to sit there. I mean, I just was <laughs> honestly just having fun, never thinking I could produce a child for 20 plus years. So it would have driven me nuts to have sex with the purpose of trying to get pregnant. I'd never enjoy it again. So it was easier for us to just think this was a one and done. We're very blessed. We're very grateful. Let's vasectomy and go on our way. So we go ahead and we do that. Well, because my son is my one and done, I made a point to take a picture every week. I said, for as many weeks as you were in my belly, I am going to take a picture every week with somebody different or just at, at some point in your life, just whatever we were doing. If we were out on the water, if we were at a friend's house, whatever. So I made this photo album that is like Wyland's first year. And I have, you know, a picture of him changing. And it's just super cool to me. I love it. And the man, Mr. Davenport, that took our pictures, funny thing, Mr. Davenport was also the photographer for the proms. So he took my prom pictures when I was 17. And then he's taken my family pictures at 37. Real nice pictures. like Not like the Sears and J.C. Penney ones. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But it it's these that the pictures come like on a board and you don't need a frame fancy kind of pictures, you know. And I did that for like the first five years. After after I did the, the year of Wyland, he turned that into a CD, which was incredible, to a Hawaiian man singing somewhere over the rainbow. It's just incredible. And, and to see it, you know, come in and out. And oh, I'm just going to tear up thinking about it. But that's my baby boy. And then I had it all set. We're going to take pictures at six months. Then we're going to take pictures at a year. Then we're going to take pictures when he turns five. And oh, and I did some when he was three because I wanted pictures of him. And then we're going to take another set of family photos when he was five. My next thing was going to be when he was 10. Well, at that time in our lives, my husband was in between jobs he had left the job that he thought that he had to have to provide him security. He was kind of held prisoner at this job, and and he was able to just branch out and fortunately start his own company. And so at that point, I wasn't in a family photo mood. So <laughs> it just wasn't happening. So it's like our lives stopped when my son was five. That's the last family photo you see. 
And then there's some, you know, like with Wyland's first concert. We took him to 311. So we've got the three of us there. And, and then I've got photos all over the house. And I get one every year for, for Wyland's school, you know. So I, I keep up with pictures. I just didn't get those fancy ones. It's like life stopped at five. And there's no more fancy family photos. And that's okay because I was running out of room. I'm one of those that what you see on our walls are all pictures that I've taken because if I took a picture and it doesn't have my thumb in it, it's a winner. So I have a few pictures of ones from like up in Montebello. That's in Virginia. Like this is campground. It's this beautiful like lake. I've got that picture. And then there's one going over the James River Bridge where I got this beautiful sunset picture. And then we went to Amsterdam. And that's where my husband and I went on our, our honeymoon. And then we went back a few times after. And I have actual pictures of the canals that I've had blown up. And then I have pictures of every location uh, when we went to Las Vegas for his job, there's a picture of us. I mean, it's so country come to town. I'm holding a, a McDonald's bag because I had just gone to a McDonald's in Las Vegas and they had a 40-piece McNugget. <laughs> and in Williamsburg, Virginia, a party pack was a 20-piece. So you knew that aha, I was riding high. And by the way, I do not drink, and I was cut off in Vegas. I do remember, I think my head dropping. I was sitting on a couch outside because I was trying to keep up with all the fellas, and I was taking a shot everywhere we went. And, you know, six foot one, 130 pounds. I just don't hold my liquor, and I don't drink anywhere. I had this night with Goldschlager and swear I'd never drink again. The bathroom was just covered in gold. Oh, it was horrible. Anyway, so... In McDonald's, I got that 40-piece, and we walked through this fancy two-story nightclub, and I'm holding my bag of McDonald's, and we had somebody take us a, take a picture of us. We've got pictures all throughout Amsterdam every trip we go. So, you know, I've got family photos that mean something up on the wall. I don't just have just regular art. They all mean something. They've all got a rhyme and a reason to it. Not like my life but my family photos do. And I, I, I do this. The podcast is kind of my diary. I'm documenting everything. So I can go back and go, what was I doing January 17th, 2023? And then I go, and then I can hear, oh my gosh, I didn't have my voice. Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe this was happening. And so now for this one, I can be like, oh my gosh, because I'm a little livid. Livid, you ask? Yes. Why? Because you see, in 2021, when I was being measured for a wheelchair and they were discussing a feeding tube, after my surgeries, after all of the medications, I was still looking at a wheelchair and a feeding tube. Wouldn't you know that the way I got fixed was within my body. You know, they say the power within you and all of this other stuff. It was because my fascia was stuck, adhesed, and that's the only thing I've done to get myself better. So imagine my surprise and how livid I am that something that we used to put out in, in Williamsburg, 
like it's outlawed now. You're not allowed to do it because they consider that baiting, baiting and trapping. I guess, you know, like when when because a lot of people hunt around here and they're deer hunters and they're you know this and all that other stuff, and you would put a salt lick out for the deer, and I'm like, what? Who in the world would go and lick a salt, a a a, a ball of salt? Who, what animal, what attracts, why? Why would an animal crave salt? How did you know that animal craved salt? And I think it's kind of stupid putting a salt lick out here, but okay. But that's what they like. Well, all you have to do is get me a salt lick and I will lick it till the cows come home. Because that is the only reason that I am up and diddy bopping around and doing anything. Salt. Now, a lot of people have issues with salt. Oh, your high blood pressure, your sodium, your this. Now, I'm going to my doctor next week, and I'm going to take these tablets to him, and I'm going to ask him what he thinks, and then I'm going to have him draw the blood. Dr. Jones is awesome. You know, I've got my song for Dr. Jones. Me and Dr. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Sorry, I can't help myself. I love Dr. Jones. So he's very good to me. He takes care of me with my medications. He makes sure that I get to the right places. If I need a a physical therapist, if I need a voice therapy, I mean, he's writing me scripts. He's a wonderful doctor and he handles my pain medication. He handles everything. So I absolutely love Dr. Jones. And I'm going to ask him give me his opinion because a very good dear friend of mine that I met through of all places a Facebook gave me an idea about taking salt so I ordered these Vitassium tablets remember I told you yesterday you know I, I was getting the salt and and then the Pedialyte and everything and then I went and I posted you know I don't like Gatorade I need electrolytes because I've got to, and I don't like those powder drinks, because I tried the IV therapy strawberry, and it's just not too tasty. And my collagen water and my Miralax, although it looks green when you mix it in water, there is no flavor. But it's still not the best tasting in your mouth. But it works. And my nails, oh my gosh, you you see my nails, they haven't grown like this since I was a little girl. So, and my hair, I mean, it's, it's looking better. If Hopefully, it's doing something in my body. It's got to be. It just has to be. Even though they say that there's no proof that it does, there has to be some significant difference, I hope, by taking this collagen. So, I did the salt yesterday, and then I posted about electrolytes, that I wanted electrolyte drinks. Could anybody suggest something other than powder? And I had a few people, you know, recommend some powder and things like that. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then people recommended things for like liquids and stuff. And and I appreciated that. But what I did like was being offered a, 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 a non-flavored drop that I could put in liquid that you wouldn't taste. And I kind of, I got so many responses. I think I got 42 responses, which was a lot. I was thrilled. And I got a good recipe for a margarita, which 
I'm excited about. I mean, you got to have a little bit of fun, right? But I got all of these really good recipes. I got all of these neat things to try because there's homemade. Because I, I don't like Gatorade. I don't. I just don't. Don't care for Gatorade, and I don't care for the powder drinks. And I needed something, so I went ahead and ordered me some Bowie or Bowie, whatever it B U O Y. That seemed to get the most reaction. And then this one woman did a spreadsheet on on um, electrolyte. Uh, electrolyte, electrolyte beverages, totally floored me. I, I would, I, I'm impressed. I was really impressed. So I went down her spreadsheet to see which ones, you know, because she had them down categorized by ingredients, price per the bottle, price per usage, uh, and then the quantities of sodium and this, that, and the other. And and when you mention salt, people get all upset because they start thinking salt and sodium and, well, there's two different things, then electrolytes, and then people question, well, I don't know if I should just be overwhelmingly happy that I'm up or just extremely livid because I am up because pretty much I went and licked salt. That's all I've done. Now, it got me up. It got me physically able to do things. Now, today has been a difficult day. I've been trying to manage, manage managing, which is not my forte. I got up. It was the day for me to go get my ears cleaned. It had been six months. Well, it's now turned into four months because for, for whatever reason, I have ears that don't want to drain the wax and it clogs up and it's brutally irritating and it just makes you feel nasty when you have wax in your ears and it's just deep now because I got this little suction. I mean, I, I'm going back from the days when you would go and, and you would, you know, clean your ears out and you're sitting there holding the bucket as they're squirting warm water into your ear, waiting for it to come out. Now you go to the ENT and they got a, a, a vacuum that like pulls it out. And it's really cool. I'm always like, let me see it. I've got to see it because it's just, why? Why do I, I, I hold so much wax? So I was concerned because of everything that I did yesterday. Now, right now I'm battling. I have an ice pack around my neck. My neck is twitching. There's, it's, I, I'm going to find out. I've got a fascial appointment tomorrow, but it feels like when I get a little stressed, things start getting a little difficult. My neck starts twitching. It's, you know, like when I was growing up, I used to be yelled at when I had these little things that popped up that irritated my mother that were, I guess now might be considered OCD issues or, you know, just issues when you start doing something. I forget what that's called. But, you know, when, I don't know, you have to do something. Like, I don't it's not like you have to flip the light switch 10 times before you leave every room kind of thing. But it's one of those things, like an affliction. I just don't know. Because I was looking in the mirror today and I was looking and I looked and I realized, oh my gosh. I don't have a thigh gap anymore. And I used to, you could wave through my thigh gap before. And that last year, because I lost 23 pounds, and I'm looking in the mirror going, my thighs are touching. I'm gaining weight. And then I was like, but my neck, I'm having problems with my neck. And I'm realizing 
I, I can't do much more. And my body, although I'm up and doing things, my neck just doesn't want me to do anymore. Like it's becoming painful. And I'm, I swear it's because of these fascial adhesions from the fall in 1975 that uh, I used my face to stop me when I hit the ground as opposed to my hands. So I'm hoping that's going to be what it is. But what got me was my appointment was at 8 o'clock. I have my alarm set for 7 o'clock. Now, you know everything I did yesterday. I was expecting to be crashing and burning today. I woke up at 6.52. I cut my alarm off. My alarm every morning is Bill Withers, lovely day. Sets my mood off right. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, I hate waking up early. I'm rotating the ice pack now. Oh, thank goodness, right there. <laughs> and I wasn't really tired. I was like, I woke up early, but I'm not really tired. I'm not going to go back to sleep. Or I'm not really mad. I'm just going to lie here. So I laid in the bed. I didn't have to leave until I could push it 745. I'm like, I'm just going to get my ears clean. It doesn't really matter what I wear, what I look like. I don't really care. And it's right around the corner of the house. It's like four minutes away. So I waited until the last minute. 745, I jumped out of bed, threw my shoes on, and I was at the ENT. I got my ears done. We had a conversation that Perhaps I need to come. I said, well, you think it's good? I can maybe go to a year now? She goes, we'll see you in four months. And I was like, ooh, okay. So I lived with that for a minute, scheduled my next appointment for December. I came home. I thought I would just crash in the bed because my husband gave me that whole lecture yesterday in kind about resting, that I needed to rest and manage my time and pace myself, blah, blah, blah. So that's what I was supposed to do. I came home, I said, you know, I'll just jump in the shower. So I jumped in the shower, and then I used my my fascia blasters on my thighs and on my left butt cheek, because I'm trying to get rid of the dent from when I fell into the table in 1989, because it's off of the bone now, but it just has this little indentation. So I do my blasting in the shower, and I blast it a little bit, and I got out while and surprisingly was up before noon. I didn't expect it to be. I heard like a like a a thump bump thump bump, and I knew it was him because that's he has to have this little shoe. And so <laughs> it just I'm not laughing at my son. I'm laughing with him because it's like a when you're when you're watching like the peg leg pirate and you hear him like a wood hitting the floor and it's like thump thump. <laughs> and I knew my son was awake. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so I said, son, is that you? He's like, yeah, mom. I said, well, good morning. Are you hungry? He's like, yeah. I said, okay, well, give me a minute. So I go in and get dressed. And he's like, well, I want to wait a few minutes. Somebody saw my computer. I said, okay, well, let me do a few things on my phone. I was trying to take care of arranging some doctor's appointments and stuff for him, you know, going through school supplies because school's coming up on Monday. And then I get up and I fix his food and then take care of his appointments. 
I start going through the school supplies and I start getting some things done. I feed my son and I'm like, okay, it's time to break. So I went ahead and I sat down and I, I watched a little bit of television and I braked. I didn't do paperwork. I didn't do anything. I just sat there and I'm trying to get through season four of Picket Fences. It's just getting worse. I originally watched it when it came out in 1992, and I really liked it. And it was really neat, you know, when they did the, you know, the cow giving birth to human babies episodes and things like that. But now they're getting all serious, and it's not being much fun. But I kind of, like, once I get into something, I can't stop. It's like we got HBO for free for seven days, and I had never watched Game of Thrones, so I had to binge Game of Thrones from season one to season 82, whatever it was, all in seven days. And it was just draining. But with Picket Fences, I'm just trying to get through it so I can live my life again and go to another show. I'm just trying to give it its due diligence and finish it because I don't like when I don't know when things happened at the end of television shows. It takes me all the way back. I know it's because... The last episode of Happy Days went out off of the air when the electricity went out. And that was like, what, 19, let's see, it was on from 77 to 84, I guess. So the last episode, I'm watching it. Joni and Chachi had just broken up. The power went out. When the power came back on, Mr. C was given his toast. I have never been able to find the last episode. So because of that, it really scarred my childhood. And I have got this issue that I have to know the the outcome of every television show that I start watching, good or bad, because I just can't stand not knowing. That's probably, that's why I read the TV Guide when it used to come out every week. They used to have this TV Guide you know, that would come out every week. And I would read every show. And people would ask me, hey, I, this was before like VCRs and everything. And they'd be like, okay, Christy, what's happening on such and such a show? And I could tell you whether I watched it or not. Because I just had to know what was happening on every single show. So because of that. I'm trying to finish Picket Fences. So I sat down and I watched a couple episodes. Then I got up and I started going through the school supplies and started looking at what Wyland was going to need and the things that the certain people were asking for. So I was so proud of myself. I got the list done. I got it ordered. I took care of other things. I, I was so proud of myself. I made those accomplishments. I even did every single bit of laundry. And I did it intelligently. I had my son, except for the one basket, but I had my son carry the laundry for me. I put everything up. I I mean, I was proud of myself. I did all of the laundry. I cleaned the litter box. I made a pitcher of tea. I mean, the day was just incredible. And what do I owe it to? Salt. Salt. I, I mean, seriously. So do you not understand why I would not be a little bit livid? 
The doctors have tried medications. The doctors have told me that nothing could be done. And if it was not for the very thing that I despise, Facebook, I would not have ever connected with this wonderful woman that I now consider such a dear friend. And I don't want to say her name. I don't want to embarrass her because she doesn't know it's what I'm, I'm talking about her. But she knows who she is if she's listening. And because of her, I got myself out of bed. Now, another, and I got a really great margarita recipe with electrolytes. Does it get any better? I, I think not. So now I am waiting for my buoy electrolyte drops to come in. And what I'm excited about is Bubby, my, well, that's what I call Wyland. My, he's my Bubby. It was Bubbles, and then it shortened to Bubby. But anyway, Bubby, I mean, he, like me, does not like to eat things and drink things that, well, you know, just doesn't taste right. And if he sees the green water, he knows to go for another bottle. So he just doesn't like the way, you know, it changes the flavor. I can pop this in his chocolate milk, and he's not going to know unless you tell him. So I'm excited. I'm going to try it first, but I'm now going to sneak it into my son's drinks because I think that's going to help him. Because as I said, I'm trying to learn and educate myself as much as I possibly can so that my son will never suffer the way I do. The lethargy, the bloody noses, everything that he's going through, some things that I don't experience, you know, the bloody noses, the issue, the issue with his feet, with the skin that I spoke about yesterday, I had the problem with my knuckles. So, and the only time you like your hands cracking and things like that. And, and I used to have to dip my hands in bag bomb and then sleep with socks on my hands so they would get better by the next day. So I don't, I just, I don't want my son to suffer. So if I could give him these electrolyte drops and then if I could maybe go ahead and start giving him a couple salt pills because I'm trying to fight the, because today the brain fog is, I'm still not grasping everything. I know that brain fog's still there. I'm still fighting the fatigue, but I did some things and I rested. And right now my neck is just, I feel like, you, you know, uh, people that have like one of those things that sits with a suction cup on the dashboard of their vehicle and it's, it's either like a bobbin Jesus or like a hula dancer and you know it's jiggling and gyrating you know well that's what my head is doing and I have no control over it and it, it's it it's it just is an attention getter and I don't like it so I just need to sit down relax and put some heat on I have medicated because I'm trying to, I mean, I'm like, do I need a Xanax? Do I need more baclofen? I mean, what can I do? And I, I'm just trying to figure it out. I am now pumping 4,000 milligrams of these salt pills because of the wonderful Facebook community that I never liked that now I'm so grateful for. This one woman told me that her doctor who also has HEDS, said you need 4,000 milligrams of sodium in your diet daily, and that will help you. So 
Each tablet is 500 milligrams. I'm taking, four, my math isn't good, but let's see, I'm taking four a day, four times a day. So that's what? Two, th ooh, no, is that wrong? Wait, ooh, am I, ooh, I am taking too much. Wait a second. Oh, I, I had it different. Wait, 500, 500, 500, 500. That's 1,000. That's 2,000. So 2,000. Ooh, I have been taking too much. Oh, oh, well, that's okay. Okay, so, ooh, I'm glad I figured that out. Okay, so that's, I should be taking four and then four, and that would be 4,000 milligrams. But I decided let's take four, four times a day. So I guess that's 8,000. But I'm trying to fight this flare. So, yeah, Dr. Jones is going to have to do some blood work on me. I think I might need to reevaluate. But my goal is to get to where I'm taking when, when I get back to normal. And Lord knows what that is for me, right? Normal will be 2 in the morning and 2 at night. Nothing at supper time. So that's what I'm thinking. 2 in the morning and 2 at night. And right now, I'm just trying to kind of get out of this flare and build my body up. The kitchen table is a total wreck, but the school supplies are ordered. I even got a curbside pickup and put everything away with my son's help. All the laundry's done. Is my husband going to get a home-cooked meal for me? No, he is not. When I'm done with this, what am I going to do? Get myself a bottle of water, change my ice pack, hunker down and finish picket fences because I can do no more because my head just feel I mean if I could pull it off anything I could do I am telling you my whole neck is just absolutely just at the base of my head there's just the collar is like restricting me but I need it but I think I just need to sit there and prop my head up and that's what I think I'm going to do. But I did all of this today because of salt tablets. I can't believe it. Am I livid? Yes. Because they've given me, I mean, I was given, oh, what was it? L-carnitine and Levaquin. And, I mean, all of these, all of these medications they kept giving me. And if you're telling me that all I had to do was act like a deer and get me a salt lick in order to get up out of bed, I would have done that months and years ago. But now I know, and so do you. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I hope you're having a very free day of pain. I hope things are going well for you. I thank you for coming back each and every day. Oh, I'm so excited. Greece came on. We've got 21 countries, and I'm totally shocked, and I think that's so cool, and I know that there's way more, but I never in my life thought that, wow, that's so cool. I've always said my voice travels more than I do, and I'm very grateful for that, so thank you to each and everybody that comes back every day. I sincerely appreciate it. Thanks for sharing my documenting of this illness. Christy Lynn Hanshi, AWOL Zebra, have a lovely day.